Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Hey, House Call community, welcome back. We are in season eight, and we have a lot to talk about, don't we? Yes, we do. (laughs) I am so excited to be back because if you have not been able to catch up and find out where we've been, what's been going on, head on over and listen to the bonus episode that is entitled... Where where have we been? <laughs> it kind of gives you a little bit of insight into what's been going on with us and what's happened. And we're back. You know, um, I just love sitting down having these conversations. Like I said to you before uh, with, in that episode, I feel like we're going back to our roots, so to speak. We're just talking. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking. We're just... There are conversations that come up, there are topics that come up that we've said in the past, oh, we should do a show about that. Oh, we should do a show. And I think I got a little caught in the mindset that I needed um, to have a guest, per se, to have that conversation. And you so gently reminded me that, we can have these conversations. <laughs> so. I reminded you, but your your audience have been telling you that for a while. Like, yeah, we want to hear from you too. So we were just saying this season, you know, if we have a guest, that's great. And if we are not, you know, if we don't have anybody booked, we're going to still have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And one of those topics that has been coming up uh, time and time again has been the talk conversation. You know, that how do you have that talk with your children? Mm -hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So just a disclaimer in the beginning, if you have little ones that you listen with house call with, if they're in the room and you don't feel that it's appropriate for them to um, have that talk about the birds and the bees yet, then you may want to listen to this conversation a little bit later. But this came up because there was a recent study that you sent to me that the CDC put out. Um, and so we said, hey, let's sit down and let's talk about it. So, yeah, I, I was very shocked at what they said. And yeah, to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I can trust this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was pretty shocked. By so that. the CDC um, came out and said that STDs are on the rise, specifically gonorrhea, syphilis, and chlamydia, the big three. Yeah. And they have hit record levels in the United States. And then they go on to talk about the age group, which is why we said, yeah, we really need to come back and talk about this. Mm-hmm. And um, the age group was, I'm sorry, I, oh, yeah, it was um, the ages between 15 and 24. Blew my mind. 
Yes. And here's why. For those of you who don't know, we're children of the, like, we were born in the mid to early 70s, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And growing up in the 80s, for me, for example, with cocaine, right? Right, right. And Len Bias died in 1986. Oh, wow. It was 86, oh, wow. I think it was, right? Oh, my goodness. It was, it was a while ago. Yeah. But for me, that said in my mind, you do cocaine, you die. <laughs> it was so, like cause and effect. It was just so, cause and effect. So for you me, it, cocaine was never an option. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so is the same thing with certain behaviors and sexuality. AIDS will kill you. Right. Therefore, right. you don't do certain things. You you are careful in certain ways. Yeah. So when I see this younger generation just yeah. in my mind throwing caution to the wind, what's what going happened? On? What's going Why? on? What's How? Going on? So I have several theories and I think we have several theories too. Um And so we're going to explore a few of them. And I know we're probably going to get a lot of feedback (laughs) from our own opinions and theories. And we want to hear from you. We really do. We want you to comment in the the comments below on the Facebook page underneath when um, this this episode on our Twitter account, you know, reach out to us through email. So here here are a few of my theories, because another study came out, which If you heard that one, in my mind, I believe people are then making this big leap. So here's the other study. I was listening to NPR the other day, and they had a news story that came out. It was around June time where they were talking about how HPV has dramatically decreased since having the HPV vaccine. So I know people are like, okay, wait a minute. You're talking Uh-oh. about ST, STIs is the new nomenclature, sexually transmitted infections, and how there's a rise of these big three, but HPV has now gone down. Why are we talking about all these in the same sentence mm-hmm. or in the same conversation? Well, we need to realize HPV is a sexually transmitted disease or infection, STI. I have not made that connection in my mind yet. HPV, so cervical cancer. That's what I mean. Yes. Because I know the end. Right. And to me, cancer still has genetic components, Uh, lifestyle components, you know. Well, lifestyle components. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, lifestyle, like like lung cancer, smoking, those type of connections. So now you're telling me that. Yes. So cervical cancer. Cervical cancer is a lifestyle connection that we need to make. Cervical cancer is a sexually transmitted infection. So HPV, which is a virus, which causes, there are over hundreds of different types of HPV. Mm-hmm. There are the types of HPV that like our hands and feet that cause warts that people know about. They've seen that. They're like, oh, you have a wart. Then there's the type of HPV that causes genital warts. And you still can see those. Then there's the type of HPV that's so microscopic, it causes the cells in the mucous membranes of the vagina, even in the anal region, to start changing from those type of cells. When I say those type of cells, cells that are native to that region. So when you have a cell that you look at under the microscope you can tell, the pathologist can tell basically where it came from because it has a certain characteristic. It okay. looks like that component, that mm-hmm. region of the body. 
when a cell starts changing and not looking like where it came from, that's cancerous. Okay, that's when it starts changing, it starts deforming, it starts not, it doesn't look recognizable to the area it came from. Are you sure you want to say cancerous or? I see what you're saying. Okay. When you're dealing with cancer. Okay. When you're dealing with cancer. Okay. The cell, as it becomes more unrecognizable, Mm -hmm. that is make, that is telling you how bad the cancer is okay okay i see what you're saying i i stand corrected thank you Mm -hmm. so now you have hpv that causes cervical cellular changes that lead to cervical cancer Mm -hmm. viruses the virus now has a vaccine in my opinion because now you're giving the vaccine to girls that are as young as nine years old. That's when you can first give it to a young lady or even a young man, because they did may approve it for young men. When you start giving them that vaccine that young, I believe that we stop having certain conversations. Mm. And here is why. Because it's lumped with the vaccines. When we do vaccination for our children and vaccines, having vaccines for our kids, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not having that conversation now. When you do a vaccine for your child, you don't necessarily then talk about the disease that they're getting vaccinated from with your child. Right. Well, no, that's true. So now that there is a vaccine for chickenpox. We don't talk to our kids, our kids about chickenpox. Out of sight, out of mind. It's really like. Polio for us, right? That's true. Chickenpox is not chickenpox is not even discussed anymore because I remember growing up, chickenpox it was huge in elementary school. Yeah, you know, it was like okay, if the outbreak comes because mm. it was an outbreak, just hurry up and get it over with. I don't think I ever got. I remember getting bumps, but I never got chickenpox. Yeah. So sidebar, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a detour. I don't remember having chicken pox myself either my brother bless his heart had an evil case of chicken pox no it it was bad and we're seven years apart and he got chicken pox when I was a senior in high school Mm. and it was coming down close to senior class trip Mm. and graduation what'd you do so (laughs) i was working for a physician at the time (laughs) and i knew that there was the potential for you to get an antiviral medication that could potentially decrease the severity of your chickenpox if you were exposed to it So I had him write me a prescription for it. And so I took this course of an antiviral medication. I hope the statute limitation (laughs) for whatever it is you're describing. And then what, you know, years later, I go to medical school and they asked, did I have the chickenpox vaccine? I says, no, I didn't have the chickenpox. It says, well, did you ever have the chickenpox? I said, well, I don't remember having a a full-blown clinical case of it. 
so they tested my antibodies, and I had antibodies toward the uh, towards the virus. Okay. So they said, "Well, you've been exposed. Your body developed antibodies. You probably had what we call a subclinical case." Okay. All right. So back on track. I know people are like, "Okay, why did you take that side street?" <laughs> we don't talk about our ch- talk about chickenpox to our children, right? Because they get the chickenpox vaccine. They've gotten the chickenpox vaccine. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. HPV now starts dampening even more the talk conversation. Yeah. Now, don't kill me because I don't know if you have the stats on this. Okay. But, you know, we're, we're uh, transparent here. So yeah. So, you don't have it, you'll be honest. I'll be honest. Exactly. How many children are taking that vaccine? Is it is it a significant number? So, I'm going to go to the NPR um, article now because I do have it pulled up. And they were saying that I believe it's one in three girls in the age group have received the full three doses. So, you have to get three doses. It's just like the hepatitis B vaccine. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, but that's the full dose. So this, in this, in this Mm. story as well, they were talking about those that got the first dose, but didn't complete the full series. So it's not as effective. So they were really trying to say, hey, you guys make sure your children get the full series, just like hepatitis B. Okay. So hepatitis B is a series of three shots, three months apart, I think from the first one to the second one, then six months or something like that. There's a schedule. And I'm sure it's a precipitous drop off between the first. Exactly. Exactly. So they were saying, hey, it's a good thing since the first one that was approved by the FDA came out in 2006. And then, you know, subsequent ones were also approved in 2009. Hey, HPV has declined significantly. Yay. Oh, my goodness. We're making a dent. We're doing something. Yes, yes, yes. Then on the flip side, then why in the heck is chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis going up? In this same age group, or not the same, but in this significant age group, 15 to 24. I have the air quotes vaccine, therefore, I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. So that is what I'm believing is happening, is that you're now dampening certain conversations that should be happening because that's what was going on when I was in the OBGYN world. Mm. What would happen is I would have a mother to bring her daughter in because she had found out she was now sexually active or suspected. Okay. And she brought her in to have her first, air quotes, pap smear. Okay, because that's all they know. You got to go to the doctor to get a pap smear. Right. That's a whole other conversation. We may take that side street in a minute. And now they wanted me because they've sidebarred me. To have the talk with their daughter. Wait, they saw about you before the conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of this, so you need to tell her that certain activities are considered. I wish they could see the movement of your neck right now. (laughs) Are considered sexual activity. Like oral sex and kissing and rubbing up all over and so i need you to tell her and i'm 
you need me to tell her? So is this like a scared straight situation? Yes. Because it's yes. coming from you. Yes. Yes. And I would t- and I would tell them. Mm-hmm. There are certain ones I would say this to because I know that you have to have a rapport with the with the with the patient and you know this is a mother but in the state of Maryland I know once a minor comes into an OBGYN office and they need certain services like STD testing and if they are pregnant they are considered they're protected by HIPAA so I can only tell the mother what that patient signs for me to if they put them on their HIPAA list. Gotcha. If they don't put them on their HIPAA list, I can't talk to you. Wow. So I would say you really want me to have a conversation that you should have been having for years yeah. because usually they're coming to me when they're about 15. And this is what it said, 15 to 24-year-olds. It's too late then. Exactly. It It really is. Exactly. So this is the leap that I am taking. This is the dot. I'm I'm jumping from probably number 54 to number one. You know how you got that that big leap, (laughs) you know, where you got to bring the the dot back from the last number to the first number to finish. Yeah, to finish the picture. Mm -hmm. I believe that because now... We are having a false sense of security. And when I say we, I believe our generation, those of us that are having these kids now because of probably the way that, quote unquote, the talk was given to us, because we talk about that, too, Mm -hmm. that we feel that we have been released from having certain aspects of the conversation. Wait, why? Because there's a vaccine. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. So there's a vaccine. Right. I don't have to talk about it. Oh, you're you're protected. Oh, good, you're protected. No, no, you're not. Because you need to understand that HPV, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, they all love that mucosa is the terminology used for the skin area down there. They love that area. I call it the boxer shorts area. Right. That those particular viruses, bugs, whatever you want to call them, because we're not, you know, having too high a falutin conversation. Whatever you want to call them, they love that area. See, because I looked at it. I, I of course, I'm, this is generationally. I looked at it as magic got HIV, mm-hmm. and you know, just like there's a great South Park. I remember episode on that one, and so in that episode, they just took a whole bunch of money, put it in the blender, uh-huh. mainline the money, yeah, the into it, and, and now, but basically that's where we are with with HIV. Yeah, if you've got it's the a, money, you can make it a chronic disease now if you can yes, afford the medication. If you can afford the medication, so that's what I thought happened. But I guess generationally, that's not that no. probably not it. So when you say generationally, what do you mean? You mean like they're not for, getting... for our generation. AIDS scared us. Okay. Now AIDS is hepatitis C. Right, right, right. right? You can live with you it. You can live with it. Exactly. So, if you, if Oh, I see what you're saying. So right? if you have the resources, you can live with right. it. Right. So it's not the death uh, sentence that yeah. my generation yeah, may yeah, have yeah, thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with um, if you look at, you know, the the STIs we're talking about now. Well, first of all, chlamydia, gonorrhea. And syphilis are curable. Right. Remember that they are curable. So if you have 
any symptoms that could potentially be considered urinary tract infection, like urgency, um, frequency, pain with urination, you need to go get that checked out because it could be more than just a UTI, which is a urinary tract infection, both men, boys, and girls and women. You need to go get that checked out because those three, remember, gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia, they are curable. Question, though. Did the article mention herpes? No. How come I don't hear anyone talking about herpes? Because herpes scares us, and we talk about what scares us. Because herpes you can't cure. Right, but I'm saying, we, I don't hear people talking about herpes. You're saying we don't talk about what scares us. Right. Like you said, we talk about what... No, 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 no. We do. I mean, people know about herpes. Uh-huh. So oh, if you I have see. a okay, sore, okay, okay. if you have, then you don't mess with somebody. Right. You do, you do the dance. You kind of, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's another one. So herpes is not curable, though. You live with herpes. Herpes right. is like, yeah. So that's what people are like, whoa, okay. So is that people who get it are talking about it? That's, that's what I'm saying. The converse- oh, I see what you're saying. That's I'm not my sure. point. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't have an answer to that. But Sorry. technically, that's okay. <laughs> but what the CDC is seeing is an uptick in these three big three. That's, yeah. And we know that these can impact your fertility later on in life. Yes, yes, they can. So for women, they can cause swelling in the fallopian tubes and scarring. And when the fallopian tubes get full of, of, of fluid and get scarred down, they don't function as well as they they could when right. they're not infected. And if you have a chronic infection, which means you never got diagnosed and your immune system probably took care of it, you know, or you probably happenstancely got some of you happenstancely you you may have haphazardly gotten treated because right. you were treated for probably a UTI or something half not fully. Okay. If that is now a chronic inflammation in the tubes, that can now affect your fertility. Wow. So these are ramifications that we need to talk about. And so it's back to school. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have your high schoolers going back to school. You have your college people going back to school. Yeah. And so if you have someone, if you're listening to this house call, Um, episode and you have someone in your sphere that is of that age and they're close enough that you can have these conversations with or just a little tidbit or something i'm not saying sit down and go through you know a full full um health class lecture please please don't don't do that (laughs) all i'm saying is talk about protection talk about safety because, yes, go ahead. Talk about self-worth. Ooh, that is so good. Let's get to the root of this. Talk about self-worth. Yes. Sorry. No, yes. Because we, we sometimes, the forest tree thing. Yeah. And all that is just symptoms of not fully knowing who okay, you are. Okay, so now we're going to have to have another conversation. Gladly. Can I do it on this one? But that's, yeah, that's Because I was root. coming from a straight biological, physiological, let's just explain the, the infections. Which is how 
our generation was taught. Yeah. I don't know about you. In all the conversations I've ever had about the talk, it never started with self-worth. Mm. It was all about what I shouldn't do. Mm. Well, from my my memory, because, mm-hmm. you know, we are getting up there a little bit. So from my... Speak for yourself. <laughs> from my <laughs> recollection... Uh-huh. And it's not just from my parents. I'm talking about from the collective community even. Oh, yeah, yeah. The conversation was it's for grown people. Yep, that too. And it's for married folk. That too. So when you get to 21, Mm. the legal age, then what's the argument? And that's the problem. See, now this conversation is going longer than Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, no, I I can't leave this. That's the problem. Right. We were told it's just for later. If you don't deal with the self-worth before the later, just because you're 21 and 22 and you're, quote unquote, allowed to do it. If your self-worth isn't there, you got the same issues as if you <laughs> can I take a picture of your face? <sighs> you have the same issues no matter what age you are. You could wait until you're 45. If you don't know who you are, why you are, and what, how you need to protect what you are, this is you. Therefore, nothing should go on. I have, I have Can I pause the collection plate now? Please. Okay. Please, because I have nothing else to add. That's my tip for the day, Let too. the church say amen. Amen. Oof. All right, brother Wendell, okay. Wow. Yeah, that is, therein lies the foundation. Therein lies the foundation. Mm -hmm. Start having a conversation about your worth. Yes. Let's start there. Yes, let's start there. Okay. There was something someone told you, and I can't say it. You know exactly the statement someone told you, and I can't say it here. But if you send me an email... I'll email it back to you and maybe you can fluff it up. Someone said, no is worth your. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Email me. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may have to doctor it up before you have a conversation. But Yeah. Yeah. If but you, she was right. She's right. And that was an old sister that told me that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, she was know. She was right. She was right. Wow. And one last thing. Because that, that, you know, when you say she was an old sister, it's not that they meant bad. They just didn't have the way to express it. Right. And, and, you know? and, and they were uh, truly afraid for our well-being. Yes. Because they could see right. what was coming. Oh, yeah. And they had been there and didn't want us to have to go there. That's, yeah, that's all. That That's really what, what these conversations were about is that. They just didn't have the verbiage of the time because let's let's face it, the the verbiage is changing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about creating spaces, you know, being tolerant, and I mean, there there's so much new types of like vocabulary to mm-hmm. describe making me feel safe or making me feel worthy or being able to stand in my truth. 
truth. I mean, mm-hmm. so I may not have the same words and vocabulary that our children are picking up now, right. but we can still convey the same types of values yeah. and foundation. Yeah. Wow. That this conversation took. I know. I yeah. But it's and okay. We gotta, you know, we I were gonna have to. We're gonna have to to pivot back. We're gonna pivot back. You all yeah, hear the pin clicking. You hear the pin clicking. We're gonna have to talk about those. We're things. really gonna talk about that. But, but please, that's yeah. where that's where our conversations need to start. We, we we really got gotta go back to that. There's no use talking about all this blah blah blah. No, you're I right. Hate to, you're I hate right. to condense it out to blah blah blah, yada yada yada. But yeah, that's unless it. Unless we go yeah. to the root of it, mm-hmm, then you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. that's it. Just that's like it. David talked about with his uh, boat, the scorched earth. You know, with his bone marrow transplant. Oh, hall, right? Oh yes, that was thing. such a good analogy. Yeah, same thing. We've got to go to the root of. Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be outliers, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. absolutely. Wow, I think this is where we should um, wrap things yeah, up. So, yeah. We can wrap things up here. So the take home is the tip right? of the day. What was the tip of the well, day? Let's let's recap really quickly. Okay, okay. The the instances of these STI. What are they again? It was gonorrhea, syphilis, and chlamydia are increasing. Are increasing, but HPV is decreasing. Mm-hmm. There has been a vaccine. There has been, yes. Oh, you want me to recap the whole conversation? No, just really quickly. Okay, so in this conversation, we were talking about an increase in certain STIs. STIs Mm -hmm. is sexually transmitted infections. Mm -hmm. That is chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis. All of those are curable. Right. Okay? And how there is this increase. Decrease, sorry, there's a decrease in HPV, which is another sexually transmitted infection, which can lead to cervical cancer. And not curable. There's no treatment for that, correct? That's Other than the vaccine. Non- that's, a converse, that's a whole nother okay. conversation. Sorry. Because okay. that, yeah, it, that's a whole nother conversation. Gotcha. Um, and why is it that one is going down, but the others are going up? Is really what we were trying to say, hey, it's because of the dot that we were connecting was that, as you so eloquently brought out, maybe we're not having the right conversations about Mm self-worth and leading to the conversations that say, hey, if you're going to be intimate with someone, you need to make sure that you protect yourself Mm Because there are certain things out there. And we just dealt with just the medical side, physiological side. We didn't even delve into the other social, spiritual, mental. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to bring that one back. (laughs) But that was it in a nutshell. And our wonderful tip of the day, like you so eloquently said, was know your self-worth. Know your self-worth. And so with that House Call community, we will see you back here next time. Bye now.